Hi and welcome to the first ever Wemmick podcast. We are so excited to bring this to you and on today's episode we have the lovely Matt Fricker, Sharon Kim and Abby Shum. Hey guys. Hello. Welcome. How are you feeling? Not bad. It's a Saturday. It's not raining anymore. That's always fun. How are you, Sharon? I'm I'm good, Matt. I'm just, you know, another weekend in lockdown. <laughs> not that different, just staying in like a sh- like we all should be. Um, yeah, not sure what I'm doing today. Probably rehearsing, <laughs> practicing our track, but that's about it. We had our harmony sessions this morning. Who came to those? I was there. I think Matt was there for tenor. <laughs> I was. Was Abby, yeah, how I, was it for you? The harmony session. It was actually my first harmony session. I've never actually attended any harmony session. Aww. So that was that was fun for me. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Just um for a bit of background for our listeners, uh, Abby is one of our lovely Charlie's angels. Um she used to be an angel and then she took a bit of a sabbatical and now she's back. So we're so happy to have her back. Um, Matt is a lovely tenor from our Canary Wharf Choir and he's been with us for a year and lovely Sharon has joined us in October so she's quite new and she joined us virtually so really excited to get all of your opinions and perspectives. Um, So I'm interested Abby uh, tell us about your Wemmick story. Wemmick story it goes a few years back. I started as like a taster, like Matt, like Sharon. I was just looking for a choir to join in London when I was working in central London. I came across this musical choir and you were surprised to know, I actually don't know anything about musical or theatre before I joined Wemmick. So it has been quite a journey for me being in uh, Wemmick. Join as a taster. I remember my first performance was I Do a Home Show. I didn't know anyone. I just learned my music, just have a sing. And then that's when I met Paula, kind of my first choir friend. And then she introduced me to Lynn and then the rest. And then story goes on from there. Just It's just lots of fun singing, making friends in the choir. Kind of keeps carry on making new friends, keep singing for a few years. And, <laughs> and I took a little gap to actually try and make a career in theater on technical theatre backstage for now having a break you know trying to focus on other things and now I'm back in choir (laughs) oh that's so nice so Sharon how did you experience virtual choir because your experience will be very different to mine from meeting in person and you joining in virtually yeah so my story with West End Musical Choir although I must say I'm learning today that Wemmick is the uh is the acronym i didn't know that so learning every day (laughs) um actually i um found out about the choir quite a while ago i actually attended a a taster i I think uh, like an in-person taster maybe 2019 um when i was working and it was great great experience but unfortunately i was working like doing shift work and it just didn't work with my schedule so that happened and i kind of just you know, had a, had a good experience and then time went by. I uh, found myself in lockdown 
and I was made redundant in the summer and then I was just kind of thinking like oh I can get back in touch with my hobbies and all that stuff and I did I had an email um from West End Musical Choir saying come join our taster session I just thought why not and um yeah it's it's been it's been great so far I it's been uh, something to look forward to um and just something positive to focus on um during this difficult time so I've really enjoyed it so far where where did you have your in-person taster so that was in the London Bridge location because my office was was right next to the station so I just used to I walked over the bridge and it was right there yeah did you say 2019 London Bridge I'm pretty sure 2019. Do you remember when when was it? Is it earlier on during the year or later on during the year? <laughs> Very specific question. Definitely Christmas because we did a song oh. from Elf. Oh. Santa must have called you. Elf the musical. And uh, yeah, it was around that time, time of year. Lovely bunch of people. Yeah, they all are. What about you, Matt? What's been your highlight for virtual choir i know you started in person there are so many highlights to talk about maxine i mean starting from the thinking of joining a choir in person last january then i went to uh, austria for a month and came back and joined the choir in person again then all of a sudden we were all stuck on a zoom uh, which we had never heard of before and we turned it into the Zoom where it happens. Then many, many fun weeks just doing virtual choir. And then the socials afterwards where we got to know each other as people and build incredible friendships and relationships through this bizarre shared experience. And then doing the virtual music videos, I think, were the probably the highlights of virtual choir for me after the socials because like many members of choir I live alone and actually if you're living alone during a pandemic when you can't go out and see anyone your opportunities to be social are far more limited than they would be otherwise but it's been yeah it's great fun that said Sharon what's been your favorite thing about choir so far my favorite thing so it goes from like just because I, I decided to sort of come back to my mum's house during lockdown and it's just nice to sort of see other faces. I know that's such, <laughs> that's such a, a basic answer, but it is nice to just sort of have a, have a conversation with other people or, um, and also, you know, it's like my, I can talk about musical theatre um, with people because my family gets so annoyed um, with me constantly playing soundtracks. And so it's kind of like, you know, you found found a little a little family of uh, musical theatre fans. And it, it's just kind of nice to have that, um, just that space. <laughs> That little space on the internet on Tuesdays and Thursdays where you can just sort of relax and let yourself go. And I think that's just, just been really beneficial uh, as like a self-care method during this uh, lockdown. I know what you mean. What about Abby? How's it, what's it like being back? Do you, have you found it different or? very? It's very different because I kind of feel like I know the choir, but I also don't really know it 
virtually. It's a very different format being in virtual choir and being in person choir. It's a really exciting technology as well because now that I'm getting to work with like theater, stage management, light and sound, I kind of get a glimpse of that side and coming to see the production side of choir again. That's another exciting feature I get to see live stream again and other cool techie things to, to figure out, but also just miss singing choir. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, speaking about your, all the technical stuff you've done um, in the theatre and on, you know, backstage, is there anything um, sort of exciting from your working experience that you may want to introduce into the choir, especially on the production side? Well, like having in this podcast, like You Create a Maxine, this is a great new chance to explore more audio editing, uh, post-production editing. So these are things that as I want to explore. So actually this gives me the chance to play around with audio more. It's not just sound mixing for live show. There's also post-production. So there's a different type of technical side that I get to explore. So it's actually quite, it's really exciting to be back on production for choir. So technical. <laughs> like, it's just fancy words. <laughs> Like little elves behind the scenes. <laughs> exactly. Lasers, Abby. Lasers as well. <laughs> oh, I got a new well, hobby's probably not quite fitted. I also worked for laser a little bit before we go into actually before we go into third lockdown. So I was doing some laser show in the country. So now I've also got myself a little laser. I'm trying to learn laser and play around laser. I'll see what I can create for you guys for the choir give me some time <laughs> so I don't know if any of you know Matt very well but Matt's always always got a funny story for us so Matt I really want to know at what point in your life or you know at what stage did you first discover your passion for musicals um, I was three years old when I discovered my passion for musicals it is one of my earliest, if not my earliest memory. I was sat in front of my TV in my living room uh, with a packet of party rings. And uh, yeah, I was watching The Wizard of Oz for the first time. And the moment Somewhere Over the Rainbow hit, I was hooked. And then, uh, yeah, when it went from black and white into Technicolor, I fell in love with cinema at the same time. And I have been obsessed with both musicals and cinema uh, ever since it, it's the yes. thing that helps fill the heart when things are not great oh. and it's the thing that makes the heart sing when things are great do you have a go-to musical that will just lift your spirit up it depends very much <laughs> on the day and at the time and over the past year uh, what baking can do by uh, from the musical Waitress, specifically sung by oh, Jesse Mueller. Also, I the Sarah Bareilles version is... I love wonderful. Waitress. Love yeah, but you can that was one of the last shows I saw before lockdown. Oh, oh, good, oh Such a good show. She used to be mine. I was actually crying in the theatre. <laughs> Same, I, I would cry every to, time I see it. <laughs> I, I would love to get a Waitress song um, sung by Wemek although I completely appreciate there are a hundred different songs that I'd love to sing uh, alongside Wemek and mainly from Greece too, but there are many, many songs. So 
the less the less suggestions I make, the better, I think. But yeah, how about you, Sharon? What what helped you fall in love with musicals? Oh gosh. I, I don't have like a an actual story of my first musical, unfortunately. Um I think you know, when you're a kid, you like Disney musicals, but like I used to sing like a lot. And um yeah, like there's just certain musicals that I just think have they just with musicals they just they give me like this feeling like I they just tap into this emotional feeling with me. So like, you know, sound of music, I will definitely have to watch every Christmas. It has to it has to be on. Um and yeah, just kind of my whole I feel like my whole life I've just loved musicals just love the storytelling and the songs and I think I'm, I'm when it comes to the music I'm very lyric based and I don't think you get better lyrics than in in musicals and they just tell these stories and you're swept up and the emotions and the best ones to do a virtual concert of when you're in the shower and <laughs> you can just embody it and I just like that you get swept into this other world I I I just love them. <laughs> so what's one of your favourite lyrics at the moment? Oh, gosh. Oh, lyric. That's difficult. That's a really difficult question. Yeah, um, it's a tricky one. I mean, I mentioned she used to be mine. I, I, so I think she's imperfect, but she's kind. Like, it's just, it's just, it just, I think it speaks to, to, to how I, I feel, how I was feeling at the time when I first heard it. And yeah, just just taps into that. But then, yeah, I love the Hamilton soundtrack. I yes! must say I'm one of those. So pretty much all of it. Hamilton. <laughs> so pretty Hamilton much all much. of the Hamilton soundtrack too. And, you know, anything that Lynn or Miranda writes. I can appreciate that. How about you, Abby? Do you have a, a favourite lyric at the moment? I was thinking she used to be mine as well. So Sharon, you have a great choice. <laughs> you have a great selection. <laughs> Since you stole the best one, <laughs> mm -hmm. the uh, the second one I had in mind is actually Anything Can Happen from Mary Poppins, the mm -hmm. theatre version, because that's one of the songs I learned from choir. And I always carry this lyrics with whatever I do, like anything can happen if you let it. That's kind of how I drive myself into achieving things I want to. So it's quite an important lyrics and means quite a lot to me. So I really like it. That is a great song. So I'm really excited to bring that back. But what I want to hear about, Matt, is your experience in the panto we just did. Because I know you had some fun with lyrics there as well. I know you wrote um, a few lyrics for that. And you played the the male lead character Billy. Tell us about that. I did. I was um, I, I played the role of Billy on the Sunday performance. The absolutely magical Ollie Kiddle played it on Wednesday, and I had the great privilege of watching his beautiful performance. Um, and felt right if he's doing it that charmingly and that dashingly, I need to up my A game. And so I. I did what I could to um, fool about while sat in front of my ironing board in my kitchen um, on this on a Sunday night, and 
I, a few weeks after the panto, went for a socially distanced walk with uh, one of my best friends who said, if there is one thing you can do well, it is uh, fool about. Uh, so, and you did that well. So I, I believe job job was achieved in that regard. Um, oh, it, was, it was brilliant. I mean, I, my, I've been passionate about acting the fool since I was a small child and... <laughs> Like many members of Wemek, you know, I went for drama school and wasn't talented enough to get in or whatever the world. It wasn't meant to be my path. And so I've you know, written lots of things and tried to act in lots of things. And my career took me down into the education world, world even the education world. And so to have the opportunity to you know, indulge in a passion it's just yeah great fun and i look forward to uh, seeing what the western musical choir bring out for a panto next year or in 2021 if there is a panto uh, then absolutely so abby what is your favorite when you are thinking about it what is the the memory that comes to life and makes you think that was a good memory of of my time in Wemmick? has to be like singing and performances with like a whole bunch of other people uh disney and abbey Road studio those things always comes to mind i think a lot of wemick members have lucky enough to did a disney performance last few years but like it's just incredible being on a disney stage and then like they put you in robes i had some issue with my robes I uh, don't know what happened. The first show was really good. The second show, they couldn't find my rope. Then they gave me a super long one, which I'm quite short. So I was like dragging my feet around. That didn't go well. And then they gave me a really short one that they can kind of see my shoes. That's not very good either. But I couldn't speak French. So it was also very hard to communicate <laughs> with the stage management people <laughs> and the costume people. <laughs> but everyone's just rehearsing and like getting warmed up on stage. I'm trying to figure out how I can get a rope and get on stage. But like silly things like that, it's just, it just sticks in your head. And it's just so much fun, like singing on Disney stage. I think the choir has more chance to go back this year, hopefully. So we'll look forward to that as well. Yeah, hopefully we will return uh, to Disney. I know we will return one day. You will be found. They say in Dear Evan Hansen. We will. Um, we will be found at, at Disney one day. <laughs> um, I may well be by the ice cream, but I will be found there. So and I've never been to Disneyland. And like that's one of the things that because I turned the big 3-0 last year in the pandemic. And before I was like, I want to spend my 30th at Disneyland. I've never been. So I am very excited for the the idea of future Disneyland performances. Sharon, you're going to have a great time, I think, when yeah. it comes back. Oh. First time in Disney, it's have a great birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> a belated one. <laughs> uh, I get the feeling there may be many belated celebrations taking place in Disney. Mine included. I turned 30 last year as well, and Lockdown birthdays aren't the most fun, but 
I'm determined to Sharon, we'll we'll spend our thirtieth together. Don't worry. We'll celebrate. We'll get some Mickey ears and some balloons. It'll be a good day. Absolutely. <laughs> Surely we should see it through the vein of Alice in Wonderland and it will be our unbirthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> but on that note, Sharon. Yes. Obviously you've not had the, the luxury of in person rehearsals uh, since you've been a member of the West End Musical Choir. So how are you feeling about them? And do you know, would you go back to London Bridge or would you go to one of the other venues that we have? Oh, do I, I probably would stick with London Bridge. Um, I think it may be the, the easiest for me to get to from where I live. Um, how do I feel about it? I kind of feel like with a choir, the energy of other people is is only beneficial um keeps you on track sometimes you know it can be a bit lonely or a bit odd singing by yourself in your bedroom so i'm looking forward to it i am hopefully we can get back to it soon but for now i'm having a good time doing virtual <laughs> virtual rehearsal. yeah london bridge is such a great choir as well because it's it's usually quite a big crowd so you get a really nice um like vocal balance of all the harmony groups yeah and it's a nice building as well it's like a oh it's beautiful old church what about you guys where did you rehearse before so i was a i joined canary wharf which was one of our newest uh, venues it had only started i think in september and i joined in in january so it was brand brand new and it's this tiny tiny room inside an office building next door to a gym I would best describe it as raucous because it was such a small room packed in with maybe about 200 people, um, if not a bit less. Um, so, But a huge amount of people, a, a good-sized number of tenors, maybe one or two baritones, uh, an army of altos, as yes, always. As always. And, <laughs> uh, and some super sopranos as well. And we absolutely made the room vibrate with joy when we were really going for it and it was just powerfully moving to be there and I went to London Bridge uh, on for one rehearsal and the difference between the cacophony of sound that you have in Canary Wharf and the uh, you know the beautiful echo that you can get in London Bridge was really noticeable both amazing venues but very different in their style how about you abby i was in london bridge for a long time as well i've been i've been to quite a few venues i started off in hoban a nice big church as well and then hoban have moved to tottenham court row later on and london bridge was new when i when i was there so i was kind of been switching between venues and kind of lucky thing for being angel, I get to go to different venue and switch around as well to help the angels out. So I've been to West Hampstead, I've been to King's Cross. It's like testing my knowledge now, like what a choir there, Wimbledon. <laughs> so I've been to quite a few venues, but like London Bridge is very right. Like Matt and Sharon said, it's a beautiful acoustic sound. So yeah. Definitely go back to London Bridge if I can. Yeah, I started in 
I think I did my first ever taster session at Hampstead. It was Hampstead back then, um, now West Hampstead. And then I used to go to, um, I became an angel. I was an angel at Hampstead and Edgware Road, which is closed now. It's no longer there. And then, and then it was Hampstead and London Bridge. And then it was London Bridge and King's Cross. <laughs> yeah, as I said, we, we switch around quite a lot. Um, but it's nice now in this format, you know, when we can live stream again, we're in West Hampstead. So I kind of feel like I've come full circle and I've gone back to to, to West Hampstead. So. West Hampstead. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, Matt, what was your... Tell us about the transition between you know in person at canary wharf to virtual what was that like i imagine it maxine it was a very similar experience to many members of the choir in the sense that one minute you're in the venue singing your heart out squeezing up next door to other people because it's cold and then going to the pub after it for the fantastic post choir social and then going to work the next day and all of a sudden you hear the news whether it's first hand or second hand stay at home and you go oh, okay does that what does that mean and thankfully because charlie and the angels are absolute superheroes that meant that choir wasn't cancelled like cinemas or gyms or so many other things in society and for me the aspect of not being alone throughout the first lockdown and having that choir there uh, where there was many shared experiences was you know really quite brilliant and the opportunity to go back to in-person rehearsals when it was safe to do so you could feel that joy and it was also really nice to get to meet these incredible people in person for the first time. I mean, you and I, Maxine, knew each other for the best part of four months, you know, speaking on a you know, a couple of times a week before we actually met yeah. on uh, a platform in, what was it, Rochester or somewhere, when, on the day we went to Deal, I think, may have been. I think it was yeah, actually in West Deal. Hampstead. Yeah, yeah, either West Hampstead or Deal. Um, so... Sharon, thinking about the future and, and the now as well, um, obviously you are a newer member. Soon you will be an old hat at this, this <laughs> choir family, like we all are. Um, but what advice would you have for any tasters or people who might have just joined the choir or even those who are thinking about joining the West End Musical Choir? Um, I think the first thing would be you know, give it a go. You have a taste the session. There's no, um, like, you don't have to join up. You don't have to pay anything for the taste the session. So, you know, why not? Um, and yeah, and just sort of throw yourself in if you can. Um, there's so many resources. There's so much assistance. There's so many people willing to help. Um, so I would just say it's such a friendly environment whether it's online or in person, and just, yeah, just to give it a go. Um, there's nothing to lose, let's say, by joining and everything to gain. Aww. Yeah, I think you definitely, you definitely embraced that as well. I know you've been involved in the virtual performances and I've seen you at a couple of socials. So that's really nice um, 
especially for us as angels to see when newer members get stuck in um because we really are nice people you're friendly (laughs) (laughs) social matt is heavily involved in the socials and he even now does uh, a film club on a wednesday night so i mean what made you want to start the, the film club or you know what which socials have been your favorite all of the socials have been my favorite if i'm honest i'm not really that good answer <laughs> um i mean i i spent so much of the the last year in socials in my spare time whether it would be uh film nights that we had where we watched things such as hook or that i'm sure there are other films dolly parton's uh yeah. jingle around the the square or whatever on earth that film was christmas called. On the square. Christmas, christmas on the square jingle jangle um that excuse for a movie that we, we I, I sat through Ain't nobody um, got time for that. I mean, the costumes were amazing, but yeah, I, I did not enjoy that. Um, or, you know, the sun <laughs> at book club where it was just this beautiful time with these absolutely mind-blowing uh, individuals who I would love to spend hours and days just sat around the table with cake and tea uh, chatting nonsense with but we are constrained by the pandemic so that cannot happen at the moment <laughs> and then when it came to you know the the latest lockdown our return of the lockdown as lord rings fans may call it um it was the thinking i very much thought well i'm films helped me get through a lot of things and i've really loved the the social aspect of watching films with friends via Zoom because we can't go to the cinema together at the moment. We can't go around to each other's houses and watch films. So how about watching them on Zoom? And I was watching films last year, you know, a couple of times a week with a couple of the, the choir members. And I thought, well, why not expand that to see if there are other people who are in the same situation we are, who also want to join in and watch films that can link to the songs we are learning and the songs we are passionate about. Um, and lo and behold, Maxine and Jenny went, yeah, if, if you want to do that, that means we have to do, we don't have to organize all of that. So great. We can, we, we can, we can sign that off, um, which is fantastic. And we've had many wonderful uh, screenings so far. There's many more to come. Absolutely. And um, yeah, so speaking of uh, socials and new things, um, Abby, I understand that a lot of this is probably quite new to you. Um, I know we used to just have the pub socials after in-person rehearsals, but now, you know, you've come back to choir and we've got film club and book club and panto and all sorts of fun things going on. Um but was there anything in particular that made you want to come back to choir? Like seeing people's faces on a screen, it feels connected again. Like what Sharon was saying, it might be a very simple thing, just meeting people online again. So even though everyone is on Zoom, but it's just so many like smiley faces, especially when everyone is singing and dancing along during rehearsal. 
I miss the energy from the choir. I just really miss that. It's just so uplifting, so much fun. Even though I'm just singing in my own bedroom with my own headphones on, <laughs> I know somewhere in the rest of the country, I know there's probably another hundred people singing with me. <laughs> no, it's just. A... <laughs> Have any of you been reminded of um, the quote from the legendary star of? The musical Gone with the Wind, uh, Darius Dinesh, or Darius Campbell, as he is now, of when he was in Pop Idol or Pop Stars many, many moons ago, he once said, Can you feel the love in the room? Oh. And I, I, I hope I'm alone feeling that sometimes when on the Zoom, you can almost have the same sentiment of, Can you feel the love in the Zoom? <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Speaking of um, West End stars, it might be quite interesting, actually. Has has any of you ever met any West End stars or, you know, in a really weird scenario or circumstance? Matt, so you're itching to well, I've So I've, I've had a cup of tea with Anita Dobson while stood next door to a swimming pool uh, where I talked with her and Brian May about... Um, yeah, hotel swimming pools and how bizarre they are. <laughs> Back in the days of my, my celebrity journalism or my attempts to be a celebrity journalist, I managed to do that. But I also once worked um, in Covent Garden and I had to squeeze past a gentleman who was blocking the doorway to my office. And um, as he turned around, I recognised him as uh, one of the members of the History Boys. And it was James Corden, since gone on a, a big musical star. And yeah, he was blocking the, the doorway. So, you know, <laughs> inconsiderate, inconsiderate man. I, I kid, he is, he is glorious and incredibly talented. And But he was blocking the doorway at this one moment. And then I went to the prep across the road <laughs> to get lunch and Judy Dench was in the queue. So... Wow, um, that was very a bizarre experiences. Good day. So, have, you, have you encountered anyone from the the famous world, Sharon? Oh, um, I haven't got any like funny stories. I did. Um, I remember I went to see the Scottsboro Boys for someone's birthday, and we bumped into one of the stars after as we were walking back to the train station. That was a very emotional moving show so I was still still like tear stained <laughs> just like you were so good <laughs> um, uh, but other than that no I don't I need to be on the lookout maybe around the west end when everything opens up again so I can get some good stories <laughs> what about you Abby have you met anyone from from a play don't have any funny story like Matt does but I think I because I, I worked in theatre quite a few years as well even just as usher you do see lots of people coming in and out but if you do want to see a lot of west end star in one place once we are allowed to or gather and have live concert olivier's award is where you should go that's where you meet like all the western stars or the producer or the cool people in the musical theater world <laughs> is there anybody that any of you would want to meet any dream celebrity bumpins okay so it's probably not like the dream um dream answer but 
I recently learned that Carl Queensborough, who plays Hamilton, lives very close to me um, and goes to the same gym and the same supermarkets. And I'm not a stalker. I just follow him on Instagram and I recognise where he is. Are you crazy? Um, uh, I like some light stalking. (laughs) So, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't considered joining that gym. <laughs> but hey, it's bound to happen one day. We'll probably bump into each other. Whatever. No, I'm going to act very weird. I know the feeling less in the stalkery terms, but uh the West End star <laughs> and former Phantom of the Opera uh Kieran Brown apparently lives near me. Um so I hope one day I will be able to meet him in person and uh I did get singing lessons off him actually, but that that's one for the as Katie and Annie would tell me one for the jar. Yeah, Kieran's amazing. He was so fun to work with um, last year when we did our pre-recorded rehearsals. He's such a great guy. Um, but yeah, do you know what? That's a really a really fun question. I'd love to hear um, any weird stories from anyone in the choir who's maybe met a West End star or who they'd like to meet so guys if you're listening please feel free to to let us know if you have any funny stories we'll put a link up on facebook um but yeah thank you so much all of you matt sharon abby for for speaking today um that was a lot of fun um one last thing before we wrap up uh, we do have a little game um which we've finally called rewind so I'm going to play you a little audio clip and I'd love to see if you guys can guess what the song is um, or even better, the lyric. Um, and just to let you know, the audio clip is actually of a harmony track or a snippet of a harmony track. So what I'll do is I'll play that for you now. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to need that again. <laughs> One more time. One more time. One more time. Right, bear with me a second. <laughs> Any ideas? It sounds more like, it sounds more like uh, <laughs> the, the glorious Ben Dovey's um, Jackman with, in reverse. <laughs> you can hear the vibrato even more. <laughs> Idea. I'm like, do we get any points for Ben as the singer? No, no, you don't. <laughs> do we get any clues? <laughs> yes, um, yes, Sharon, you do. Uh, so the clues are it's a harmony track. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's Ben, it's Ben. Um, and I will tell you that it is a baritone harmony track, okay? Yeah, but I mean, it's just the song. But, you know, I'd like to see people guess the song and, yeah, bonus points if you get the lyric. I think it is from Without Love and I'm going to guess it's um, one of the solo lines that the baritones have because they don't have many solo lines <laughs> from last year's uh, summer term. Interesting. So the, what, whatever the line is after the tenors um, go, it might be something like... Uh, the uh, seaweed on my black white night. I found my blue eyed soul. 
which I think was about a time line because we, yeah, we had, oh, the tenors had the line just before that, which I cannot remember off the top of my head. I do know it though, Charlie. I do know it. Very interesting. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you. You guys are going to have to wait until <laughs> the next <laughs> the next podcast episode um, next month. But that is a difficult game. Whoever gets it, I mean, you you win my admiration. I don't know if there's any prize that we <laughs> Sharon's admiration. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. I think what I'll do is I will post the audio on the Facebook and the WhatsApp groups and maybe a Google form and it'll be really interesting to see what people come up with. Very, I mean, it's just tricky. Very, very tricky. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's not going to get any easier, Matt. <laughs> this I is mean, probably the easiest one, which is depressing. <laughs> we, we have to set the bar high and start as we mean to continue. Yeah. Any guesses, Abby? I can listen to this 10 times, 100 times. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I really enjoy the audio clip. <laughs> I'll let the rest of the Western Music Choir member guess it. They probably have much better knowledge than me now. <laughs> I'll be so impressed if someone gets it. Um, I, I know it's really hard, but it's fun. Um, so we'll see what comes of that. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining. Um, huge round of applause to all of you. had a really good time and thank you all for listening at home um let us know your guesses let us know if you've met any west end stars uh, if you have any weird stories about meeting any west end stars or celebrities um and if not who you'd like to meet that would be really interesting and we'll share some of those stories next time